On this week's episode, we recap the HPS Conference 2023. It was our first conference in four years, and we have a lot to say. So stick around. Hi, and welcome to Rare with Flair. The podcast where two best friends with the same rare disease are living our best lives. I'm your host, Casey. And I'm your host, Cassandra. Well, first, you may notice that we sound hoarse. <laughs> <laughs> we sound raspy in this episode, but with good reason, Cass, don't you think? I think so. I was talking to someone today and I was like, sorry for like a work meeting. I was like, I'm so sorry. I lost my voice over the weekend. Like, <laughs> And they were like, oh, for fun or because you were sick? And I was like, oh, no, for fun. <laughs> oh no we were screaming we'll get to that later <laughs> um, but no like we said in the cold open we just got back from the first hps conference that we have been to in four years oh my gosh you guys we did an episode on conference a couple years ago when we had our little virtual conference in 2021 and we kind of recapped what it was like there but also you guys it was so needed we needed this so badly and to catch you up if you really are the first time listener and you don't know anything about us hps stands for hermansky pudlak syndrome it is a rare type of albinism and that is the rare disease we both have and we actually that's how we met was an hps conference nine Um, years ago right and that was cassandra's first conference in 2014 My first conference was in 2011. I think this was my 10th conference, actually, this year. Wow. If you don't, you know, yeah, count the ones that we didn't have a conference. Um, so it's just, it was so needed. It was, like like you said, it was so special to be back together, not just with each other, obviously, but with the whole community. It was yeah. so amazing. And we're really excited to talk about it and give a little recap to you all. We're, like, jumping right in because, frankly, like, our little, like, catch-up time here at the beginning is basically exactly what the entire episode is going to (laughs) be. Right, right. This is what we did this weekend. This is what we're catching you up on. Quick disclaimer, we are both very involved in the Hermansky Public Syndrome Network, but this podcast is not affiliated with them. And so, you know, our thoughts and our words are our own. That's right. Um, But... We do support them. They support our podcast. They are aware of it. We, you know, I mean, so we're so happy to spread awareness as much as we can about this rare disorder. And we're really excited to talk about the conference. And hopefully, hopefully, if you are in the HPS community and you've never been to a conference before, hopefully this will make you maybe want to try to attend um, in the coming years because it's a lot of a lot of fun, but also a lot of uh you know, hard moments too, to be honest. Yeah. It's kind of a bittersweet bag of emotion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really quick before we get into conference, I wanted to update everyone because in our last pod, we weren't able to give an accurate uh, end total for our fundraiser for the HPS Aww. Network. So I wanted to quickly say that we sold, thanks to all of you guys and anyone else who isn't even listening who supported us, we sold 25 bucket hats and raised a total of $660. Oh my goodness. Thank you all so much. There's a lot of really excited, exciting research happening, which we'll get into oh, a little later, yes. but your money is going straight to that, straight to the network, to put on these conferences, to fund research, to keep our network afloat, to keep it going 
Thank you so, so much. And we're excited to get the bucket hats in the mail. I'm so Yay, excited to see it. I know. I'm so like, looking forward to it because now it's like springtime and it's warmer and I like want to wear it. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited to wear it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the conference. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's quickly do a little recap or um, a brief summary of what this is. For the listeners. So this sure. conference is really unique. It's not like any other conference I've been to just because it covers a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot, it's a little bit support group and it's a lot of bit scientific research. Um, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's wild. It's a wild time out here. Yeah. So it's one weekend. It's a Friday to a Sunday. It starts off on a Friday night. We get to the hotel, we register, there's a few sessions on the Friday, um, and then we have a big year in review. And this time it was more of a four-year in review because we <laughs> haven't been there for four years. Then you, you want to cover Saturday, what we yeah, do on Saturday? Yeah, Saturday is kind of session Saturday or social Saturday. These aren't nicknames that the that the conference has, but <laughs> we, call we it have them. <laughs> um Saturday is a little bit more of kind of a social emphasis. So in our, in our, in our, nope, my brain is shutting down. You Mine is too. <laughs> We're both, we are both still reeling from this conference. We both just flew home yesterday. So oh. please forgive us. Please forgive us. <laughs> I've done the same. I've done it already too, where I can't talk. I'm like, ah, right. I'm okay. like, what, what are <laughs> words? So in our episode that we did a couple of years ago, we go into more detail about kind of what Saturday usually entails. But um, it starts off with this big session that lasts for honestly a couple hours where uh, we call it our family album. And basically everybody gets into one big circle and they go around and every single person talks about, you know, they say hello and sometimes people just say general sentiments, but um, in general, it's like something that happened this past year and then something we're looking forward to in the coming year. And this is always like a really great bonding moment for everybody, like new people, conference veterans, people that have been involved in the network for a long time, um, just to like kind of get a very, very brief update on our like community members and we have a small community so like this is a really special moment for us and then later in the afternoon there are lots of different sessions some of them are um more informational some of them are kind of like group sharing um and then in the evening we have our big dinner where we have like entertainment and dancing and it's fun yes and then on sunday we call it science sunday um, this is a day where we all gather in the large ballroom and a lot of our doctors and researchers present their findings and give us new updates on different possible drugs or different therapies available and also just give an overview of our rare condition. There's a lot that goes along with it. We've discussed it before. We have bleeding. We have lung issues, GI issues, all kinds of stuff. So we have all different specialists in these areas sharing their sharing their findings. Um, at the same time as our conference is going on, there is also something called the Meeting of the Minds. And this is also on mm. Saturday where I think we had 45 or 42, somewhere in the 40s. Do you remember the, num the exact number this year? I don't um, actually, but 45 sounds I about I want right. to say it was, a, it was about, yeah, it was about 45 different 
doctors and researchers all meeting together in one room to share with each other their findings. And then they shared that information with us on Sunday. Um, and it's really special. We'll get more into that when we, you know, discuss yeah. our experience at the conference. But yeah, that's pretty much the overview. And if you want more information, like we, like Cass said, we did do a whole episode on this. But this time we're going to be talking more about this specific conference and our experience at it. Oh, one more thing. So like at the same time throughout the weekend, usually between Saturday and Sunday, someone is doing medical research, like Mm -hmm. actively there at the conference. Since a lot of us are already there, why not take advantage of that opportunity and, and do some like specimen sampling? So there have been years in the past where like we give blood, um samples uh sometimes we've given other varieties of samples yes. <laughs> um Urine, like stool, stool samples yeah. yeah um and and like there's just there's a lot going on and um you know you can even help the network by like stuffing envelopes or writing thank you notes um all while the conference is going on and recording videos about your experience to then use in later promotional material so there's like there's a lot happening in a, in a really short period of time. There's a lot happening. It's extremely unique. You know, this whole conference happens in a hotel. It's the Long Island Marriott in Long Island, New York. And it's very unique to be getting your blood taken and giving stool samples and all of that <laughs> in a hotel. I mean, that just, it, it's, it's very unique to our conference. I've even heard people say at other medical conferences, that's not very common. Um, yeah. But like like Cass said, it really is because we're a very rare disorder. So it's very rare that we're all going to be in one place at one time. And that there's, you know, if mm-hmm. a certain trial needs like, you know, 50 specimens, where are you going to get that? Well, we're all 50 of us are here right now. So let's go ahead and, you know, um, d- and give it as, you know, as much as we can. So but it's it's a very small community. There aren't that many of us. And yeah, of course, our community is made larger by family members, parents, support people. But the actual community of people with HPS, pretty small. It's a very rare disorder. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then like the you know, there's a lot of, like, a huge range of emotions this weekend. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably get more into that again as we, like, talk about this year. But, um, you know, it's very, like, emotionally, emotional whiplash, maybe. Like, you're so excited and, <clears throat> excuse me, there's, like, so much hope and, you, you know, seeing people that you haven't seen in, I mean, this time it was four years, but usually it's a year. Um, just, like all together having fun, sharing with each other, but there's also, like, hard things. I mean, this is not really an easy disease to have. And so, you know, just, like, mutual bonding over, like, difficult things in our health journeys or, you know, remembering people that are no longer with us because of this disease. Um, It's just, it's very, very interesting. It is. It really, I feel like that aspect of it almost makes the whole thing feel more special, because yeah. we feel this urgency to find a cure. We feel kind of a fragility of life. And just like mm. it feels like we're soaking up the moments we have together, um, you know, in a different way than you normally would. Because we kind of have to, you know, like you said, kind of look death in the face in a way of like, oh, this person passed last year. We miss them so much. And like, you know, doing kind of memorials for those people and, you know, 
hoping for the best for for ourselves and our younger generations and it's just like a yeah a very emotional time definitely but there is happiness and laughter and fun in it too so much yeah yeah it's but okay so friday yeah so friday oh i'll say actually wait 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 i want to say like you got in early yeah i was gonna say that real quick so for those of you who might not know which you probably do i feel like it comes up a decent amount I lived in New York from 2016 to 2018, uh, uh, almost two years exactly. And I left in 2018, and I've never been back to my apartment since then that I lived in. And I really wanted to see my old neighborhood. I wanted to see what it was like after COVID, if the same restaurants I still liked were still there and so on and so forth. So I went one day early to the city just with my mom, and we went to my old neighborhood. It was funny. I wasn't expecting to feel anything. But when I walked up to my old apartment, I, I didn't cry or anything, but I did feel emotional because I looked at it and I was like, this used to be my life. Like I used to walk yeah. to up th- these steps every single day. Like this was my life. And um, and so it was really cool. The Dwayne Reed that I used to go to every day was completely like shut down. It was like weird That's to so see sad. that. Um, but my mom and I had a pretty chill day. We were trying to conserve our energy before we went to the conference the next day. But um, but we went to Sweeney Todd that night on Broadway with Josh Groban, Annalie Ashford, Gaten Matarazzo, like such an amazing cast. And it was phenomenal. I'm a big fan of Sweeney Todd in general before this. And so I absolutely loved it. It was such an amazing experience. It's been a really long time since I've seen a Broadway show. And as a theater lover and a musical theater major, that's such a big part of my life. And so that was really, really special, too, to to get to do that for me. So that's so cool. That's so cool. Did you really quick? I want to know because I actually haven't asked you this. Um, Did you you, where did you eat? Because I know you mentioned just now, like the restaurants that you used to go to. Oh, yeah. So, well, we tried to go to one of my favorite restaurants that I used to go to, and it had, like, a super long wait. It was extremely crowded, and it's a really small restaurant. So we Mm. just found another cute little diner around the corner, and we ate there for lunch. And then for dinner, we ate at a pasta, like, Italian – Italian, I call it a pasta place. An Italian place that was near the theater that I had been to a few times when I lived there, too, and I really loved it. So it was cool to go back and see, like, old places that – I used to visit. Yes, oh, it was very exciting. So I was going to go to Central Park, but the wind, you guys, was so severe that day, that specific day, that like literally it was my eyes were pouring water. It was like kind of miserable outside that day, oh. unfortunately. So we didn't end up going to the park, but it was still a fun day. Sad, but still, yes. I'm so glad you got to go. Yes, definitely. So that was Thursday, and Friday is the day the conference starts. So Friday. It usually starts, like, sometime afternoon, like, late afternoon, early evening. Mm -hmm. Um, But this year, there was a few sessions that were a little bit earlier. Um, So (laughs) I... We're laughing because something funny happened. We'll tell you later. (laughs) Okay. So, like, Case was already there. She got there a little bit earlier. Um, So she went to the hotel earlier on Friday. Um, My flight out of Columbus got delayed a little bit and I was already going to be getting there like probably around like two or three uh but you know between landing and going from LaGuardia to all the way to Long Island with New York traffic like it was going to take a while um but (laughs) Case and I actually had a session that we were going to do 
Friday, but it was at three o'clock. <laughs> and I like, I've kind of seen it in advance and I was like, huh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> she told me like, yeah, in a few days before, I don't know if I'm going to make it to that session. <laughs> I really wanted to. Um, so it was a session about like makeup and, you know, we've done an episode about makeup, but um, we had more updated information because we've been, since that episode, we've been using even different products from what we had talked about then. Um, but yes, um, I did not make it. No. <laughs> I got to the hotel like an hour after the session, which means it would have ended already. So it's fine. It's okay. The session was very lightly attended. And I think it is because it was like the first session of the conference. A lot of people are still flying in. A lot of people are still getting settled in their hotel rooms. So a lot of people weren't there. So it was a very small session anyway. I didn't I didn't feel too like stressed. You know, I, I feel like if it would have been a big one, I would have been nervous without you. Um, but it was actually a very, mm. very small group. Um, but Cass had put together a really cute, like, QR code that people could scan, and it takes you to all of the products we use. Honestly, we could maybe even share it with the listeners. I'll probably put it in the show notes. Um, yeah. So it's, it's got, like, links to the different products that we were going to be talking about. But <laughs> Yes. Um, can I so, share it with the pod? So she missed that session. That's okay, though. We had another Ew. session the next day, which we'll talk about when we get there. But she did arrive, um, you know, that afternoon. And, so, yeah. This hotel used... Uh, this is a personal beef. Oh. That got us through the week. And um, this hotel used to have a Starbucks. This hotel no longer has a Starbucks. I forgot that it and used to. I think it did, because, oh. like, I used to be able to get coffee in the hotel. Was it very good? Not really. But um, it it was coffee, and it was at the hotel. Um, when we got there, my, I was with my mom. Uh, when we got there, we realized, like, we asked the front desk, like, hey, do you guys have coffee? They were like, oh, yeah. It's back there. It's drip coffee, and it costs six bucks. And I was like, um, no, that is not happening. So um, all weekend, we were, yes. uh, and by we, I mean me, I was placing Uber Eats orders from the Starbucks down the street because none of us had cars, and, like, it was probably about a mile and a half away, so to walk there would take a while. Um, so... And we ended up amassing larger groups to get in on these Uber Eats Starbucks <laughs> orders. It was a time. And honestly, I think it was well worth it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I am not a coffee drinker. I I will drink it. Like if I'm at a coffee shop, I'll get a coffee. But I don't like need it, you know, or I don't like crave it in the day. Um, but my mom does. So my mom was jumping on those orders, too, um, when they would do it. Um, and even though that is a flaw of the hotel, this hotel legitimately raised me. Oh, and yes. I'm kind of obsessed with it because we have our conference at the same hotel every year and we know it like the back of our hand. And it just feels very little of it has actually changed right. besides the lack of coffee. It feels like its own character in the HPS universe. Like, it, it just, it goes right along with it to me, you know? Like, 
you always know who you're going to find in the hospitality lounge. You always know what's going to be over here. You always like, it's just, it really is like a second home or something. I don't know. I love it so much. The layout of this hotel like lives in my brain, right? Yeah. For even the years yeah. that we weren't going there to have the conference or didn't have the conference at all. Um, it, I just, I can imagine walking through this hotel and where like, Pretty much all, all the meetings take place in the different areas. And uh, it's special. It's a special hotel. It really is special. And I feel like even though it had been four years, I kept telling everyone it feels like we never left. Like it felt yeah. like we just all got right back into the groove and it really felt like no time had passed at all. And that was really special. Yeah. And there was, you know, plenty of catching up to be had. But also, yeah, it's like when you have like a like a long distance friend or a friend that you don't talk to so often, but every time you do talk, it just feels like old times. Um, That's pretty much the general feel of the conference. And it was really, really lovely. So we had Din Din. Yep. We had some Din Din. Same Din Din as every other Friday. Which I also love. I love that it's the same. Like I love the same meals you guys. I love that the food is always the same. It's like literally so dependable. It's literally my home. (laughs) Um, So it's this pasta dinner. Um, and it was really good. And then we were ready to do the year in review. And I don't know about you, Cass. Year in review is one of my favorite parts of the I really love year in review. I really love it. It's really special. So our founder, Donna, um, gets up at the front in the big ballroom area with everybody there and and does exactly what it is called, does a year in review, um, goes over a lot of the different things that have happened this year, not only in the network, but just with people in our com- own community and what we've all been up to. Yeah, yeah. We talk about, you know, any big fundraisers that people had or... Um, conferences that, you know, we we broadly as the network have been a part of, um, you know, recognizing the people that work in the network office, um, recognizing people that have passed, and then any, any new, like, faces that have jumped on board in terms of medical, um, any new, like, studies or, or things that we are now affiliated with as a network. Uh, it's a really cool and exciting thing that I, just, like, sets the tone for the entire rest of the weekend. Yes, and we were involved in this year in review quite a few different times. Um, <laughs> the podcast itself, Rare with Flair, got a shout-out. And that's special because it's so weird to me that we have not been to a conference since we started this podcast. Right. Um, this podcast is nearly three years old. This summer it will be three years old. And and we haven't been able to talk about it at a conference or, or acknowledge it at a conference because we have not had a conference. I mean, unless you count the virtual ones. Um, so that was really special. Um, Cassandra and I and another one of our members. I don't. I, I guess na- saying names is okay. Another one of our members, Ashley, got up and gave a send-off to one of our doctors who has done so much to us, who is... Um, changing you know kind of going leaving the network I guess you could say not fully but she like um, she just took a different job from where like she was previously working for many years that was kind of associated with us and so we kind of um (laughs) we we and by we we mean like our founder has this 
uh, tradition of creating a lot of, like, quirky parodies to well-known songs that are, you know, specific to our rare disease, and it's just kind of part of the character of the network, so... Um, there was a parody to Sweet Caroline to send off this really well-known doctor in, in our community. So it was really fun that we got to do that. It was special. We led the song and we gave everyone out in the audience lyric sheets. And during the chorus, everybody stood up and it was it was a surprise. So it was really cool. Um, we kind of sing quite a few times throughout the weekend. Um, we'll get to that. Music is kind of a big part of our community. Um, we've told this story before, but back in the early days when we were trying to get the NIH to study our rare disease, um, some of our members sang for the doctors. And since then, we have used music and singing for our doctors to to give back and to thank them, but also to kind of humanize ourselves. Um, you know, doctors and researchers often just see patients in a textbook or they see these like you know, kind of photos that make everything look scary. And we want to, you know, humanize this disease, show that we are real people with talents and hobbies and interests and and give back to them and entertain them because they work so hard for us and we're so grateful. Yeah, and it was it was really funny and, and just fun. So we got up on the little stage and um, we had microphones. <laughs> oh, no. Are and you like, going to tell the story? <laughs> I want to tell this story because oh, it's so good. Please. So, 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 um, so the doctor that was, like, leaving us had uh, – she was up on the stage. Like, um, Donna had invited her up. She was there, and so then we went up on the stage. But there were like a lot of bright lights on this stage, and you know, as we've as we've explained before, we don't do well with the bright lights. Mm-hmm. And so Case asks, like, into the microphone, like, "Hey, where where is she?" So that we could like sing to her. She was next to us, you guys, and. <laughs> She was right there. I wanted to, like, know where she was so I could, like, yeah, face her while we were singing. <laughs> like, and then I was like, oh, we're visually impaired. And everybody was laughing, like, maybe at it me and truly, with me at the same time. I'm not sure. It truly sealed the deal. Honestly, he was, I also did not know where she was, but it was in the moment that you had asked that I was kind of looking around to my right and left. And then I think I saw, like, a shape in a chair. And I was like, I think that's her. <laughs> that is so Uh, funny um I love that that was a lot of fun and then as a lot of you also remember Cassandra and I back in February um flew to Pittsburgh to be part of some medical research and um Cass and I went alone together um alone alone together together. um but um, yeah yeah exactly (laughs) I thought of it too um but (laughs) All in all, 12 of us, 12 HPSers took part in that research study, and they did a really, really special thing where they honored us. They called us the Daring Dozen. I felt like we were like on an Olympic team or something, you know, know. like the Magnificent Seven or like the the Fab Five (laughs) or whatever. And they gave us these nice fleece vests that were embroidered that say HPS Network Research Team on them. And we all got up on stage and took a picture. It was really special. It's really cool because um, borrowing some words that Casey had used later on in the weekend, like, we don't do research to get accolades. In fact, like, it's a little bit of a sacrifice to be part of research. You know, you have to sacrifice a little bit of your own pride and dignity in order to 
help contribute to something that would make for maybe the greater good for the rest of our network to develop therapies and treatments and potentially a cure. But like at the same time, it was it was really special to get recognized for some of that effort that like we put in. And, you know, Pittsburgh was pretty low key, honestly, like we had a lot of fun with it. Um, And as we had talked about when we like got back, it was like it was fun. We still got to like we went to a bookstore, you guys, and like oh, we yes. went vintage shopping. It was a lot of fun. We went to a cheese shop. It was wonderful. But no, um, I agree. Like I never. I mean, that was a surprise to me that they did that. Yeah, you know. And I was I that no was really idea. special. Um, and yeah, yeah, like you said. I mean, different research. Some can be harder than others. We had fun with that one because we got to be together. Um, so it kind of it, it felt like a little like, getaway. <laughs> It was pretty short as far as research went. Like, the right. whole process took maybe 20 minutes as opposed to some other research that we've been involved in that is not right. that short. And we're just – that company is doing really amazing things. We're not going to say a bunch of names on this episode just because we don't know how much we can share right now. Um, but it's really cool to feel like you're part of research that's actually going to do something. Like, yeah, it feels – really exciting stuff is on the horizon you guys so it felt yeah, really cool especially especially that specific one and I think ultimately the fact that the 12 of us you know Casey and I included really readily volunteered ourselves to participate in something like this hopefully means that in the future should more come that we would also be ready contenders should we qualify for whatever it is that we're trying to test. Right. Um, so it is really cool and it's exciting to know that, you know, there's a, a, at least 12 of us right now that are ready and willing to participate when the time comes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But um, I think that was like most of Friday. I think – the rest of Friday is usually just socializing at the yes, bar. Yes, there's a little, you know, like, catching after, people. after party at the bar. <laughs> they have, like, some appetizers, and, yeah, it's it's good. And that's, I feel like, the first opportunity where people get to catch up with each other. Yeah, I can't think of it if anything, like, extra funny or different happened that night at the bar. I don't really think so. I think Case and I were just kind of gossiping (laughs) (laughs) it's like okay so this this year's conference theme was family reunion and we call it that even though you know we're not family members but it feels like you're gathering together in a big group of people you only see once a year and it kind of feels like a big family reunion and it's it is just kind of funny because when we say gossiping we're not like talking bad about people per se or I mean like you know not that kind but it's like it's kind of just like updates it's like did you hear so and so got married oh well did you hear so and so got listed for a lung transplant and so that's the kind of gossiping we were doing of like oh did you catch up with this person did you meet this person's fiance did you meet that person's new baby like you know yeah it really is a family reunion. People come, they bring their new husbands, wives, fiancés, babies. Uh, and it's really cool because you're like, oh my gosh, that person like brought a new person into our family. And so it's really cool to see, actually. Yeah, that and also like kind of medical gossip of like, <laughs> oh my God, did you see like so-and-so's on oxygen? Like, oh, oh no. God. Like, uh, or like, uh, I just, I don't know, all kinds of wild and wacky stuff that I feel like only really applies to being in a space with 
your own community, but it is really fun. And I think we made the most of it that Friday night. Yeah, we've like caught ourselves like like what we like to call quote unquote medical gossiping before. <laughs> and and we'll like be talking and it's like very normal for us because all these ter- all this terminology, medication, all of that is like very much in our day to day. And it's very normal, like vocabulary for us, you know, but I'll like I'll like be on the outside looking in of our conversations and I'll pause and be like, do you hear us right yeah. now like this just is zoom the out weirdest, a little bit <laughs> this is the weirdest conversation i've ever it's like did you hear that person hemorrhage like it's like it's terrible <laughs> did, you like, see, did you hear like that person's on whatever drug now yeah yeah i know <laughs> i know it's uh yeah it's a time it's, it's a, a time. time it's a but time anyway so saturday saturday, saturday. okay so Case mentioned the meeting of the minds, and that always used to happen later in the day, like around lunchtime. But this year, I think they had a lot more to talk about, so it happened in the morning, which was uh, like kind of new and exciting for us. And we always do something special there. <laughs> yes, we always sing. Again, we sing for uh, Cassandra, I, and and Ashley. We sing together. So we went in there and we do, it was another little parody to the song, I'm a Believer. And it was really cute. And like I was saying earlier, it's a way to get the doctors, it's a way to start off their day, you know, Um, to give them a little entertainment before they get started with all the serious medical stuff, to give them some smiles. We want to make them smile, make them laugh. We, we, you know, we made it fun. We were clapping and trying to make it fun for them. And um, one of the doctors at the NIH, um, when I was at the NIH in January, asked me, are you guys going to sing at the Meeting of the Minds this year? And I said, yeah, I, I think so. And she said, it's really something we all really look forward to. And so we hope you do. And that was really, really spe- special to hear. I'm glad that it's something that it makes our network unique. It makes us stand out and it makes them remember us, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And this meeting is a really special meeting where, like, they're in a room for hours. Hours. And different presenters are giving new information. And it's a closed meeting. So we're pretty much only there to sing and then we leave. No, it actually um, feels cool to get to go in there. I know. No, like, no other HPS or community members go in there. It's just the doctors, researchers, like, medical, you know, it's it's only the scientists, like, you know. And so it kind of feels like we're, we're sneaking into something cool. Right. Like, we got a <laughs> VIP pass to go in the meeting. It's of really the cool. And we hear, you know, we hear that, like, spots to speak in this meeting are highly coveted like people are kind of competing like other scientists like they all really want to to share updates and to talk and like i I hear that they are carefully selected oh i didn't even know all of this i love that yeah it's it's kind of i mean they they look through the presentation and they meaning probably the network um you know heads uh, and you know personnel and they're like yeah yeah you can you can give a talk and like I think it's some people don't get to speak in the meeting of the minds Mm -hmm. um you know I'm sure they probably ask questions after the different presentations but still but even like even though it's a really cool opportunity for them to all like share amongst each other um like this is an hours long meeting about like very high level like high end dry stuff sometimes mm-hmm. and the fact that we get to to start it off with like a quirky song yeah you know 
is just really cool. So I'm glad we got to do that. Yes. Like, HPS affects so many different parts of the body, too, that some of these, like, researchers and scientists, doctors, are all, like, only that specific thing. So mm-hmm. they get they get to learn from other people and hear their findings and kind of and so for them to all share with each other that's helping find a cure because that's helping each other understand other parts of this disease you know so right cool that may not be like their their strength or whatever yeah yeah specialty and but then we had our family album yes family album like Cass was describing earlier we all sit in a circle. And, yeah, usually people cry, <laughs> I would say. In general. In general. And we, we have microphones passed around and stand up and say, yeah, uh, something that happened last year, something we're looking forward to this year. It usually, uh, it's not always medical, but a lot of times it will be like, you know, last year something bad medically happened or, or you know, that kind of thing. And so that's why it might get kind of emotional for people. Yeah, between that, I mean, again, like like the gossip that Casey and I were sharing, like sometimes it's also really exciting. Like I got engaged this last oh, year. Yeah. Like yay, how exciting! Yeah, or like you know my my kid is going to college next year. Like oh my gosh, you know. Yeah. So it's all kinds of stuff, but then it's also like yeah, I started <laughs> I started getting pulmonary fibrosis, and we're right. all like oh man, like oh that's tough, you know. Right. Um, it it's it's hard it's a lot or you know someone someone lost someone for any variety of reasons um but you know it it is again a quick way that we get to catch up with our community yes and for those you know i just want to make sure everyone understands everything we're saying um whenever we say pulmonary fibrosis that's the lung disease of hps um mm. you know just to clarify if anyone does not know but yeah, so that's one of the more devastating parts of the disease, and a lot of people do share different things about that in the family album. But it is an exciting time, too. A lot of marriages, babies, um, graduations, a lot of good things, too, you know? So right. it's a really bittersweet time, um, that album. I'm really glad we continued to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So... After that, um, we do some, we have like some sessions in the afternoon, but um, there was, there was some research going on at the same time. And, oh my God, I have to like, I have to air grievance. (laughs) 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 So part of the research that was going on this weekend was um, some just data collection about like your history, your family's history. Your entire life history. Basically, yeah. And, you know, the the researchers that were conducting this study, they were like, yeah, this will probably take some time. But, you know, it won't be too bad. <laughs> Legit, they were asking, like, everything that has happened in your life. They were like, tell me about all your oral surgeries and every uh-huh. time you've ever bled in your life. About how many times do you think you've bruised in your entire life? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It took so long. I had someone that was helping read the consent form to me before we started. And I was like, hey, you're doing a fantastic job of reading this form, but it is very long. Can you skim read this to me? Because I'm probably just going to consent. The consent within itself was like literally 15 pages long. Literally. I'm not, not exaggerating. It was like 15 pages. I did not read most of it. I'm sorry to say. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
Should I should I be saying that right now? Um, eh, I'm kidding. I, I definitely you can I, review it. I wink, wink. Definitely read every word. I read every word. D- promise. I promise. I did. Hey, you have your own copy, and you could review it. And honestly, yeah. a lot of that what was stressed, which is a lot of what's stressed in most consent forms, is that you can withdraw at any time. So um, yeah. if you don't also, like it after you read it, you this, can withdraw. <laughs> I have worked with this company before, and they essentially told me it was very similar to what I had signed a few months ago. So I trusted that as well. Yeah, probably. They but told me that. They said it's, so it's pretty much the same thing you signed a few months ago. I was like, okay. Um, they did not tell me that. Oh. <laughs> Which is why I was like, oh, I should probably read this, right? Like, um, it was cool, though. We had these, like, uh, students, like, helping us read the forms. That was nice because we legally blind if you didn't know and like yeah we can read but our neck will be broken by the end of this thing and because our eyes will be so our eyes um so yeah um that we had to do that and yeah well we'll get to the other part the other sunday part of that later but yes that was that was long and that same around that same time cassandra and i went to go do some some filming uh, for some interviews, uh, we had a camera crew uh, conducting some interviews about research and the importance of being involved in research. So that was really cool, too. Yeah, it was really fun. So we, they did this, I want to say, in like 2014, 15-ish, um, this like recording also talking about like the importance of the conference and what it what it feels like to be back um, and the video that they had was very old. Like, <laughs> like I look terrible in that video. I was, I think it was 2014 because I was still, actually, no, I don't really know. But I was still in high school, so my hair was long. And you guys, my hair has been short for almost, like, seven or eight years. It's been, it's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, it was either 14 or 15. Because I cut my hair in 16 and my hair was long, too, in that yeah, video. Yeah, it, so it, it was, was it's so funny. And, like, we were, we saw it again before we had <laughs> recorded. And we were, like, talking about all the fashion statements that oh we had in, that were just true I, to the time. I had a neon um, infinity <laughs> scarf on. <laughs> a neon I had, like, a statement scarf. necklace, like, because uh, 2010s, that was the thing. Yes. Oh, Yes. So we did that. That was a lot of fun. Um, There were a lot of different sessions going on. I went to a few of them. There is a session. So the lung disease, pulmonary fibrosis, occurs in types 1, 2, and 4. There are a lot of different types of HPS. I believe 11. It's 11 or 12. I believe 11. Um, But any type after 4 only has just a handful of people people. that have been documented with it because it is super rare. (laughs) Right. So um, I went to this session for all the other types who do not, uh, who are not supposed to get pulmonary fibrosis, the lung disease. And it's a a good session because um, a lot of us, a few different things, a lot of us, first of all, might feel like we have no right to talk about any of our health problems since the lung disease is worse than what we're going through. And we don't want to be complaining about things happening to us in front of someone who's about to get a lung transplant, like, obviously. So that's a good moment for us to kind of be able to talk about um, different things we're going through without feeling insensitive to people with lung disease. And then also, um, we've talked about survivor's guilt before of the fact that um, 
you know, we are not supposed to get pulmonary fibrosis and how that makes us feel. So, you know, it's a good little group. I go there every time. I don't really necessarily need like the support group part of it as much anymore because I've gone for so many years, but I kind of go to help, like essentially help uh, this woman Mm -hmm. who runs it named Gina. I kind of help her run it. She was like, I need you there. So, um, so I went to that (laughs) and that was a lot of fun. Did you go to any others? Actually, so I went to I went to the opposite of that session because oh, I have a I have the lung disease subtype, and um, you know, it it starts to affect people anywhere from your twenties to like on, and it highly varies when people develop it in their lives. But you know, as as you get older, um, you know, the presence of that becomes um more apparent and so you know now I'm in my mid-20s and I'm looking ahead and thinking like okay I know this is probably going to happen sometime um and that's an aspect of the disease that I haven't learned a lot about just because it felt so far away for so long like I've known I've had this diagnosis my whole life I I kind of understood the fact that I was going to get pulmonary fibrosis in my life like when I was a teenager and I didn't I don't know it, I didn't even really like process it too much I was like oh okay I guess that's the thing that'll happen whatever yeah. um <laughs> I just accepted it as fact and now I'm like okay I need to start information gathering so I just feel more prepared whenever that comes um and so I went to a session about like lung transplantation and um it was really, really well done. The information provided was super helpful, and I feel like I'm going to keep learning more about what that entails and just, like, kind of, I, I don't know, knowledge is power. So I remember, like, before getting bowel surgery um, back almost almost eight years ago now, learning about it was, and I learned a lot about it at the conference from someone who had it. And so learning about it was extremely helpful and made me feel less afraid. You're afraid of the unknown. Um, so obviously, like, it's kind of scary knowing that it just it's getting closer and closer every every year. But also, it is really important and really special to see some of our community members that are like currently listed or have gotten transplantation. And it's not great for everyone. But yeah. You got people to look up to and ask questions to because I have I it's so early in the game uh, and to clarify like I don't have pulmonary fibrosis yet um, but it's so early in the game for me to continue learning that like I have a lot of like naive questions that I just really don't know what I don't know so it's it's good to have those people in your community that you can ask that to especially from like a patient perspective because you can ask your doctor but like it's so much more powerful to ask a patient and so that was a session that I got to go to which was really good awesome yeah love that um then we hosted a session together we did it was so good it was really fun it, I mean I don't know if it was I good it, but it was fun <laughs> it was so <laughs> incredible no <laughs> we did a good job we did a great job no 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 I think it did go really well though um I enjoyed it I think so I had a great people time. asked really good questions so, yeah, our session was called Low Vision Mobility Tools. Um, we talked about the cane and guide dog. Cassandra has been a cane user and a guide dog user, but we split it up where I specifically talked about the cane and Cassandra talked about guide dogs. It was very similar to a podcast episode, pretty much. 
Yeah, I, we and we. I think it's maybe combined of our our second episode, which was like overview of canes and guide dogs. And then also we did one that was called, I think last year, right? That was low vision tools, mobility, mobility tools sesh. therapy sesh. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that, that one. one. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of both of those combined and we we sped through it because we only had like an hour and we still got done earlier than I expected. I was like worried since we have talked about this on the podcast, like it was going to take a long time for us to get through all the content, but we did it and people got to ask questions and it was really, it was really cool. So I hope that we can do other sessions like that in the future, just because I feel like a lot of people just, again, they don't know. And so since we know and have been experienced using these tools for many years, like it's cool that we then get to participate in this information sharing that happens at the conference. Yes. And it was really, it was pretty well attended. Oh uh, yeah, a, I would say so. We had a good number of people in there. Um, unlike the makeup session, <laughs> 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 but no, oh. it was uh, pretty well attended. People had good questions, um, and we answered them the best we could. And I feel like we're not experts on the subject, but we do know no. a lot about canes and guide dogs. Like, um, I feel like we could talk about it for hours, and we have, and we have this podcast. And I really <laughs> did feel like, in a lot of ways, it was like a podcast episode. Like I said, so. Um, it was a lot of fun. It went well, and our moms were in there supporting us. Um, our Sometimes our families have come in the past, our dads, our siblings. Uh, this time, just our moms uh, joined us at yeah. the conference. Um, and I think usually our moms come. Um, yeah, yeah. Just year after year. I don't think, you know, I don't think they would miss it for the world. It's their community, oh. too, you know. They have a, exactly. They love, they love these people just as much as we do. So now I will say there were people that were asking for my dad, so he oh, was missed. As yes, well. <laughs> a few asked about mine as well, and so yeah, definitely. But, but. then we kind of got ready. Like we had a little bit of time in the afternoon, uh, but we kind of got ready for dinner, where we also sang another song. <laughs> wow, we're just singing everywhere at this con. Um, yeah, we. So this dinner is. I mean, undoubtedly, probably the best part of the conference. I, it really oh, yeah. is amazing. Um, it's this amazing sit-down, like, five-course, literally five-courses <laughs> meal. And we we have entertainment. We have awards. We ha- And then after dinner, we have dancing. And uh, But not to skip too far ahead, yeah, we, we get dressed in, in, you know, nice outfits. It feels kind of like you're going to a wedding or, or a nice reception. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, we did a sound check with um, Ashley's voice teacher, who's kind of our music director throughout this. And she um, put a medley together for us all about family reunion, coming home. Um, and it was three songs, and we each – each of us kind of took a solo song and then the other two were doing harmony backgrounds or harmony, you know, behind. Um, and that was a lot of fun to do. Um, we've been singing yeah. together for a long time now. So I know. I think the first time I was with you guys was maybe the 2016 I was going to say 2016. Conference? Yeah, 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Um since I started attending in 14. Um but it's it's a lot of fun and um we talked about this mentally before in our conference episode and I think in our music episode we talked about 
you know the medleys that have happened throughout the years and so it was a lot of fun it was a it was a, a good length too so um casey got to MC this dinner as well yes and yes and there were some other talents that performed um we had some other vocalists and a flautist and we um uh oh and then okay so um some of the families that have been like affiliated with the network for like years and years and years um they have like adult kids basically like they're 30 year olds that put on costumes at some point throughout the dinner and run around and do like some kind of funny skit um so that was you know a mainstay that we got to see again yes loved that yeah I co-hosted with a few other people I was on the conference planning committee I work some with the network so um they asked me to be a part of that and that was a lot of fun and yeah just fun skits like we get to give awards and really recognize the people in our community, both doctors and community members who, you know, fundraise for us or do a lot of great things for us. And we get to really recognize them. We recognize mm-hmm. some birthdays, got some birthday cake. You know, it was a it's a really special time. We ate our ate our meal. I was like, you know, eating when I could because I had to get up and talk a lot. But um, still still got to eat so that was nice uh Casey was very worried about this I was I have hypoglycemia if I don't eat I will pass out but like legit the the servers will take your food they take it before you've like if you're away from the table they just take it away they took away my pasta I (laughs) I gave my mom the job I gave my mom this job days prior because I was stressed (laughs) I said please your job is to not let them take my food because I know that it gets you you start talking to people and you get distracted, you know, and and they did take one of my courses, but they everything else I was able to eat. <laughs> so important. Very important. Yes. Yes. But we danced and because this uh, rare disease affects so many like disproportionately affects so many Puerto Ricans, as we've talked about before, just because of the founders effect that happens on the small island of Puerto Rico. Um, we have a lot of Puerto Rican representation. Um, and so they play a lot of like salsa, merengue. And so that's always a lot of fun to, you know, have this great mixture of music on the dance floor. And they yes. took requests this year. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, okay, okay. So, so here's my, here's my, you know, not to complain, but Puerto Rican music, great, love it. People get really excited about it. They all come out on the dance floor. It's awesome. But then they were playing a lot of oldies, and I'm down with oldies. It was like a lot of 70s right. and 80s, like, and this is like yeah. outside of the Puerto Rican music. I'm talking about just like, you know, your typical pop, you know. Uh, a lot of 70s, 80s, and it was, it was a vibe. It was fine, you know, it was a vibe. Yeah. But Cassandra... And myself and one of the younger members who's in her teens, we were like, we need some modern music up in this joint. And I was like, obviously, T-Swift. Like, got to go with the T-Swift. Right. Um, obviously. Um, so we requested... Uh, I can't talk. We requested Cruel Summer. I think you were the one that actually asked, right? Like, you went up there. But you got, you, so I, they I forced her to. Me because, <laughs> because I'm like, I don't have too much of an issue talking to strangers. Right. And so they were like... Yeah, I do. They were like... <laughs> they were like, go, 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 go request Cruel go, Summer. And I was like, I'm sorry, what am I requesting? Okay. Yeah, she was so like, I what's just it wa- called? Um, we we <laughs> were just like 
scream singing, you know, <laughs> I don't want to keep secrets just to keep you. Like, screaming. It was so fun. And we were like. I, I got to dance with um that the our, our teenage <laughs> friend uh, has, a, like, a little sister who's, like, five or six. So I was, like, dancing with her until she got bored and ran away, which We was also fun. had a cardboard cutout of one of our head doctors. <laughs> On the dance floor on wheels. He had like a full like body. One giant cardboard head and an inflatable tiny body. <laughs> yes, on wheels. So we were dancing with him on the dance floor and I was dying laughing and I was like, only at this conference. Cassandra <laughs> and I, um, <laughs> we were doing a line dance. Like, cu- uh, thank you. Sorry about my sneeze. We were doing a line dance. I think it was the Cupid Shuffle. And like, we, out of our <laughs> peripheral vision, we see this horrifying face. Not that his face is horrifying, it's just, like, not real. No, but it was huge, and it was just coming from the side, and I, like, (laughs) practically flinched. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna die. Anyway. And he's, like, he's, like, a big deal person. Like, he's, like, the head of the NIH. Yeah. (laughs) He's just on, like, an inflatable body. Oh my god. And his name tag was even around his neck. (laughs) It was incredible. Um, The attention to detail. Then we were like, we need some paramour up in here. You know, we really, really do. Cassandra and I. It was I, like toward the end of the night. We're big paramour fans. We spent a full 20 minutes yeah. deconstructing their album, their newest album together at, <laughs> at the conference. And we were like singing bits of the verses. And people were like, what are you talking about? And we were like, never said I wasn't petty. Like, we were like really, really being obnoxious. We're getting about into it. it. We were getting into it. And Cassandra was like, we've got to play misery business. I was like, some of those lyrics are inappropriate. Let's go for it, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like the end of the night. Uh, and plus, <laughs> it's like she talks real fast in the verses. So I didn't even know until, like, notice until recently, like, what she was actually saying. I was like, ah. <laughs> and it's okay. Right. Okay. To clarify, it's mild, very mildly inappropriate. It's not anything crazy. Oh, no. It's, it's not like, anything insane. Yeah. It's, it's one, uh, it's one word, one word that is not and it's not even like a, it's not even a full-blown curse word. It's just not a great, it's not a nice word, you know? It's not, not a nice, nice word. word. And a lot of children are at this conference, um, <laughs> but and they were like singing Let It Go on the dance floor, you know? And we were like, okay, like, let's go request this. So you want to tell that part of the story? Because it was oh, you. Oh, yeah. So you I like, I. I had already talked to this DJ before, and he was the one who played Cruel Summer, and I walked up to him, and I was like, hello, I have another request, and I told him, and he, like, I just said the name of the song, and he was like, who's it by, and I, like, I was mildly offended that he didn't immediately recognize it. Mildly offended that he does not know the masterpiece that is Misery Business. But, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. So, you know, he looked it up, and he was like, oh, look, I have it. I was like, cool. Cool. So... You know, we were ready, we were waiting, Getting and then prepped. suddenly they, right, they end, you know, they announce <laughs> the, basically the end of the night, and I, I was hurt. <laughs> they end the night, Cassandra literally turns her entire body and just stares at this DJ, like stares him dead in the eye, like... I requested this song, and I was like, really he double he crossed was, me. I was hoping he was going to do an encore. I was like, oh, he's acting, he's acting like the night's done. But you just you wait, he's going to play my song, and we were upset because we were going to go hard for that song, but it's we probably excited. for the best because our voices were already gone at that point. Oh, like, yeah, already gone. I was like, how are you going to sing? Your voice is gone. You were like, I'm going to push it just for that song, but 
I was, I was willing to make the sacrifice. And it's so funny. Like, I was, like, I was, like, staring this man down. But, like, y- y'all, like, legally blind. Like, I had no idea if he was yeah, looking back at me. Yeah, he probably wasn't even looking back at you. Um, but, yeah, that was about the end of that night. We shut down the whole dance floor. We were the last. They were fun. pulling. They were ripping up the dance floor as we were still standing on it. They basically kicked us out. It's like, ah, yes, we room. need to leave. Like, <laughs> um, But then we woke up bright and early for Science Sunday. Yes, and usually this conference historically was on Daylight Savings Weekend in the middle of March. And, you know, God bless, because I'm so glad that we stopped having our conferences that early, because that meant that people who had been, like, partying the night before had to also now lose an hour of sleep. Yes, yes, To go to Science Sunday. Kind of a misery. But we got up for Science Sunday. Misery business. Um, I have never made it downstairs to breakfast once in my life. Never. (laughs) Um, I sleep in until the very last second that I can. But I actually did. I took a picture of my muffin to show Cassandra. I am documenting. She beat me down. I beat her down. I said, I'm documenting. I made it. Um, (laughs) Science Sunday is, is great. We start off with an overview of HPS. Um, by the very man himself that was the cardboard cutout on the dance floor. <laughs> he came to life just <laughs> to give a presentation. <laughs> to give a presentation. Um, and it, it goes on for like what? Like six hours or something? It's like going to school. It's like an entire day of school of, it of is. different presentations that we break for lunch. Um, but, you know, we have, um, we have like, uh, hematologist sometimes. This year we had um, a doctor who was talking about, you know, lung transplantation. So like a pulmonologist. We got like a gene therapist in the past several conferences, which is always really cool talk, even though it flies right over most of our heads. Yeah, we have GI people come talk about the, you know, stomach issues of HPS. Um, yeah. I don't know if we did this year. Did we? Yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh my gosh, so sorry. Yes, he was we there. Did. Oh, I know. Poor I know guy. Who, like he's he's been at the conference. I think as long as I've been at the conference, so that like probably nine ish years. Poor guy had just like flown in from South Korea. Yes. yes. So his no. time zone. He must feel, have been exhausted. I feel bad that I just asked that because I saw his talk and I love him. Um, love but him. it's just it was a long day. You know, when we were younger, I mean, I can only speak for myself. But when I was younger and I would you know be at the conference, I would kind of. Sunday, I would kind of be, I would go to some of the science Sunday, but I would kind of be chilling in the hall, talking to people and whatever. But this year I was like, I'm older, I'm wiser, I want to know things. And I was really excited about learning. And I actually never left the whole science Sunday. I listened to every single thing. And my back was actually in agony by the end because I had been sitting in the same spot for so long. But, but I was excited to actually like hear all of it and not miss yeah. out on any of it. And it was cool because so like, uh, you know, I was at the table with Case and with my mom and with Case's mom and some of our other like close friends in the community. And so like we were like kind of whispering to each other as we heard newer things or things that we didn't know before. And we were like, did you know that? Oh, my gosh. Like and it felt like like intense commentary, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You always learn something new. You always learn something new. And I think I had known this before, but I'm going to say it again because I just find it crazy. I know that the the higher number subtypes are even rarer, but there are only 42 known people with my type 3 type of HPS. Like, with the non-Puerto Rican type 3 HPS. Yeah. 42? Oh, my gosh. 
It is so wild. Well, I and, love and having I, that number. I love having that. I'm like, oh my god. I know. Well, I fully processed that this that my subtype type one, the first one to be discovered, was only discovered a year before I was born. Oh my gosh! Yes, and it was discovered after I had been born because I'm older. Uh, you than were you. about like ten. Oh, oh well, my type. Yes, yeah. I, I was saying yeah. your type was even discovered after I was born because I was That's born. Also in, true. Yeah, so, yeah, my type, I think, was discovered in the early 2000s. I want to say 2001 or 2002. Um, yeah. So, yeah. puts you at, what? like, 9 or 10, which is wild. I was 9 or 10 years old. So, crazy. Um, we also got some blood taken on Sunday. Hey, research! Hey! <laughs> it's literally hilarious, y'all. It's, it's, we're in this hotel. It's literally just, like, a hotel <laughs> conference room. And there's tables set up with people in lab coats and like sterile equipment ready to take your blood we are not at a hospital we are not at a doctor's office we are in the same hotel that we have never left this whole time <laughs> um and we got a gift card for participating yay which is it was really nice really of nice them. i mean once again not something they need to do we would have done it um we, and i want to do say, it for free <laughs> i want to say we got like 35 samples that day which um, that's huge is a lot because there aren't there are literally probably only like 40 people there with HPS in general <laughs> I don't know I, I that's just a number I don't know but and it, it's also like limited to people that are over the age of 18 so we had a lot of younger kids that's at this true. conference which was really exciting but at the same time they couldn't be part of the research because they're too young so that is is the truth that's the truth anything else you want to say about science Sunday specifically um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm, a lot of people like kind of leave during the day, like throughout the day, people are like saying goodbye as they're taking off to go back home. But um, it, it was cool because we also, I don't know, after being there for a couple of days, we get to talk to some people that are newer to the community. So I had a few conversations with some moms that had not been to the conference before and had a lot of questions. And so, um, you know, we, we talked about the pod a little bit. Um, but also we, we, I don't know, I feel like it's a good time for, you know, that again, that like knowledge sharing, that, that what I'm gaining from, from learning about, um, older people than myself with like lung disease or, you know, the process of transplantation, I get to share about, like bleeding disorder management or like GI management or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's really great. And obviously it's, it's really unfortunate um, when these things come to people, especially, you know, especially GI stuff, which doesn't happen to every HPSer. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always, it always kind of breaks my heart a little, a little bit when a young person ends up developing bowel disease like I was young when I developed bowel disease mm-hmm. but at the same time I I think that at that age I would have appreciated that as well and I did appreciate that so mm-hmm. um you know I think that that's a really cool and important bit that also goes on and speaking of moms one of the moms was so kindly wearing our rare with flair sweatshirt oh my gosh so sweet and we didn't get a picture i'm so upset we didn't get a picture we all changed clothes for dinner and we didn't find her again but we sold those sweatshirts two years ago for a fundraiser and that was so sweet that she was wearing it and um yeah it's really great to meet the new families it's overwhelming uh, for them but it's great that we are able to kind of be there for them and um 
yeah and then like you said everyone's kind of leaving there's a community member who puts together a slideshow um like that weekend that weekend so he comes he takes pictures all weekend and and edits it like that day and we get to have this closing ceremony slideshow which is really special because it's like a staple for the conference that we've always had as well um and that's really awesome um Cass and I ended up staying the night uh that night at the hotel as well we ended up leaving the next day so we weren't rushing out um and there were a few other families and things that stayed and we got to eat dinner with them and kind of have a yeah. chill chill night, hang out, you know? Chat, catch up. Case and I were talking about how all, all our best heart-to-hearts happen after 10 p.m. Like. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there's – it's going to be hard to explain this, but there's a hospitality suite. And then off of that is this, like, little room that's, like, kind of by the It pool. almost feels like an outdoor patio, but it's inside. Right. It feels like an outdoor patio. It's, like, in the pool room, kind of. It's a little room, and somehow we ended up alone in there. Like, everybody left um, at some point, and they were, like, right in the next room, but they couldn't hear us, and we couldn't hear them. And, yeah, we had this, like, <laughs> the deepest conversation at, like, 11 p.m. out there. It was really good. Uh, we, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah, every time we get together, that happens. Every single time. Yeah. And it's always, at, like, late at night. Oh, yeah. We, it happened in Pittsburgh. It happened when I visited Case for her birthday. Like, the last night that I was there, we had this, like, I mean, we had other chats, but we yeah. had this, like, really great heart-to-heart yes. the last yes. night that I was there. Yeah, all three um, of it. It's hard to rank those three. They've all they've all been stellar. They've all been really different, too, I yeah, think. Yeah, they actually um, have. They're, they're, you would think they'd all be about the same topic. They've all been completely different uh, They're topics. not. <laughs> yeah, I remember what each one was about, though. I know. Oh, my gosh. But this is the juicy you know, stuff got, you'll never catch on the podcast. I'm kidding. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's it's just like you know, just the way that two besties chat late at night. It's it's exactly those chats: life, love, you know, emotions, yeah. fears, like all those kinds of good things. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah. Um, but you know, the next day was pretty quick. Like we just took off earlier in the morning, and we said bye to some people on our way out, and um. It was a good time. Oh my and we gosh, went to the I airport together just leave. to soak oh, up yeah. every last split second with each other, pretty much, um, which was, like, sad to say goodbye, but we got some nerds uh, gummy clusters. Um, Yum. They were so good. Which was so good. I still have some. I'm still eating them. I ate them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, it was so good. Um, so good to see you and to see everyone else. It was really, really a great weekend. And there's a lot of exciting things happening with research. So, you yeah, know. there's really cool stuff on the horizon. Like the network is kind of going. I feel like trying to be a little bit abstract about this, but like um, I think they're going into a new phase of the research, which is actually very interesting to be a little bit vague about it, but um, but we're getting different kinds of involvement with um, different kinds of companies, so really cool. Yeah, yeah, no, it feels like an exciting time for the network, and as new families get involved, that's exciting too, because we see new faces who are probably going to jump on board, you know, and help us out, and yeah. um, and that's really exciting. So, and there were a few people oh. that weren't here this year that were very missed that could not make oh, it yes. for one reason or another. And we always miss those people for sure. 
Yeah, it was a little bit of a smaller group this year, but it still felt the same. Like, I don't I don't feel like I missed... I mean, obviously, we missed the people that weren't there, but, like, I don't feel like it felt, like, different or too small either. No, I just felt no. like the same conference that we know and love. Uh, so. I agree. I agree. Very, very warm, fuzzy feels for this conference. It's a very special one. It's very unique and a lot of love in that hotel. So much love. Yeah. But. Thank you guys for listening. We don't have a game this no. week just because <laughs> we knew, we knew this that this was going to be a long and, <laughs> and it was. Um, but thank you so much for listening. We love you all. And we'll and see, we you, will in see you in two weeks. In two weeks. Bye. Bye.